Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for coming back. There is so much to unpack. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the Fire and Desire episode, you may need to go back and catch that one first before you listen to this one. I'm back with my co-host, Ray. Oh, yeah. Now, Ray, I did send you a copy of the audio. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Yeah, I definitely heard the audio. Yo, they let me have it. Let me tell you, I wasn't ready for that smoke. I, I was know. Not. I was just like, you can't do that to her. But. Ray, what did you think of the answers that the panel gave to the listener in Alabama who wrote well, in and asked if it was okay to be friends with her ex? From what I got from that, her being friends, it seemed like to me there was an opportunity. It could be more than just seeing each other. It could be a sexual relationship or something that would go too far because let's just let's just remember she's married. And um, from what I from what I was getting, I think that she should not see him. And I think she should deal with she has to deal with in her marriage. She mentioned that they had an incident where he cheated on her. Am I correct? Yeah. Her her husband cheated, but he only cheated on her one time. And after that, it was never an issue. Like he never stepped out. He never gave her a reason to believe that he was cheating. He's been like the perfect husband. Right. So my question is, did she really, did she really forgive him? Because, you know, in my life, you know, there's been times that I say, okay, yeah, I forgive you. Right. And then two years later, I'd be like, oh, remember he did that or she did that. Right. Now now I'm pissed and, you know, I need to get him back or whatever. So I experienced those things in my life because I'm wondering, like, why is she even entertaining this? Because she is married. Right. Also, you know, attraction isn't a choice. So sometimes, you know, you put, you know, a a man can come and put uh, or even a woman can push those right buttons and really get you to get your mind off your spouse, your, your yep. girlfriend and everything. <laughs> they sure so, can. You're so, right about that. And I think you just have to be responsible for that. You know, I was in a relationship one time and um, I remember, you know, my girl, she told me, she was like, um, Ray, I need a little bit more attention from you because this guy, he's coming at me and my mind is starting to go there. So I really need more attention from you right now. And I was like, thank you for even, you know, having that conversation for me. So I think having that, you know, we had to like tweak some things and put in new structures that worked for our relationship so we can get her mind off of that. But I, I really respected that she came and told me that. Yeah, I wouldn't have admitted to that. I mean, yeah. hmm. I think that that's, that tell, told me that how committed she was to our relationship at that time. You don't think that was kind of like, why does she need so much attention? Were you not giving her the attention that she needed? Is that what she was saying? I mean, she didn't, we didn't really go that far, you know, for her to tell me that. I mean, I, I guess experiencing that for that, that time, I was just like, wow, you, you, you came and told me, you admitted this and, you know, you're not hiding nothing from me. So let's deal with this. So then what happened after that? Did she, did you guys stay together? Yeah, we were, we were still together. And, um, you know, that guy, I mean, he, he, he tried to uh, have conversations with her. He tried to do whatever he was trying to do, but it didn't work. So she didn't reciprocate the attention that she was getting from him. So you started giving her more attention. Yeah. She cut the other guy off. Finally. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I I mean, even after that, I I I told myself like, wow, never did that before. Never been in this experience before. Yeah. So I I really don't think that she should see this guy until she deals with whatever she needs to deal with in her marriage. Hmm. So you're saying whatever she's dealing with in her marriage. So you're saying not to be friends with the guy at all. Make sure she's straight at home before she continues a relationship, well, you know, a friendship it, with the guy or. 
Well, they dated before. They were intimate at one time. She, you know, he got her attention. She's thinking about like, hey, should I see him? She said, I feel like he wants more. So why would you even, if you feel like he wants more, why would you entertain that conversation? Why would you put yourself in that predicament? Right. Now, if you sleep with him, then you're going to feel guilty. And let's just be honest. If, if her husband did the same thing, how would she react? But he already did the same thing to her. He cheated. Well, they, they said they got past it. So evidently, maybe they did it. So is this a payback thing? If, I, if I'm in a relationship and I feel like I have to pay you back, I don't need to be in it. That's just me. But the writer didn't say that she wanted any type of payback. She, I guess she's just saying she's talking to this guy. They share. Sounds like they probably talk every day. They share a lot of things together. Why can't she be friends with him, though? If if she knows the boundaries and she knows what lines not to cross, why can't she be friends with him? I mean, if, is she really going to have boundaries? So My, what, if, what if they lay the boundaries out like ahead of time? Like these are the rules. Yeah. And, and that's that, that if you if, if you create the boundaries ahead of time and you say, hey, just like I've been in relationships where I say, hey, listen, I have female friends and I talk to them from time to time. I'm going to introduce you to them. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's your definition of talk to? Is your definition of talk to like just, talking to like friends or smashing? Because there's no, a difference. No, just communicating, having okay. conversation, just like a friendly conversation. Let's, I mean, I haven't never been at friends with a ex like that, like right. somebody who we had sex or, you know, been in a, you know, uh, a long relationship. I never really had a friendship like that. So I never really had to put boundaries on, on, on something like that. But the relationships that I have been in, that I have been friends with uh, females. Mm-hmm. You know, I really invite my, my partner to say, hey, I introduced you. So you know what's what, because you know what? At the end of the day, if I sneak around and, and try to do it behind your back, you're going to find out. So you're saying the total opposite of what um, Dan and Jay said, because I asked Dan in a question, if he was friends with someone that he met before, because his thing was, if he's friends with someone that he knew from like childhood family, families know each other, they're friends, and he met that person before he met his wife, he wasn't, his wife would have to understand that friendship. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if we were, if they were friends before the relationship, I will say you can, you can have that friendship. But, 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 but remember, he also said he would not introduce the friend to the wife at all, even though they were childhood friends. You're saying that you would introduce the late, the women together, you would introduce your friends to oh, whoever absolutely. you're talking to. Absolutely. Because you know what? Y'all have women powers, man. Y'all but wouldn't that be them. a little bit uncomfortable? I mean, I wouldn't want to meet my friends' exes. Like I, that. I just, I'm just not in the business of hiding anything because you know what? I'm not good at it. And eventually I know I will get caught. So I just had to put it on the table. But get caught doing what? If they're just I friends, mean, what are you getting caught about? I mean, why should I, if I'm in, why should I have to hide my friend that I'm friends with from my current relationship. If I have to hide things like that, I don't need to be in this relationship. I guess it also depends on what type of breakup. Was it amicable? If it was an amicable breakup and that person also has somebody else, but I just don't understand the need of all these like friendships with introducing people. I just, I just don't get it. I mean, to me, it would be uncomfortable, but I guess it it, de- so, it depends on the person. But I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't want to meet any of my exes or my current 
if I'm talking to somebody right now, I wouldn't want to meet somebody that they used to be with back in the day. I mean, if they're going to have that friendship, I think it's only right. Because if you have to hide things, if you have to hide things from each other in a relationship, why even be in it? You know what I'm saying? If, if I don't trust you, you don't trust me. We don't need to be in a relationship. And that's why I'm not in the business of hiding it. At one time in my life, I was. But, you know, now, no, nah, because I'm not good at it. And I would get caught anyway. How would you go about setting the boundaries with a friend? OK, you said that you could be friends with the person. Everything is in the open. Your girl knows everybody's good. There's not an issue. But what what if the other person has an agenda? And we talked about this before. How yeah. do you protect yourself? How do you protect your 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 friend mm-hmm. if she has if, if she had an agenda you know i knew it i would have to shut that down you know i would have to say hey listen you can't cross these lines because i'm in a relationship because if if my girl a guy was had an agenda with my girl i wouldn't like it but what are the i mean what do you consider to be boundaries does it consist of okay you can only see this person once a week or you can only hang out once a month. What about texting and calling? Can, is it inappropriate? Do you think it's inappropriate for somebody to text or call your girl after a certain time? I mean, late night hours. Yeah, I, I like 10, I, 11. Is that yeah. is that appropriate? No, that's inappropriate. I don't think I, I don't think you, you, you should. You why should do, you, why do you think that's inappropriate, though? Because if someone's calling my girl, you know, at late night hours, I'm thinking like, hey. What you trying to do? You trying to see if I'm not here? Well, I mean, what if it's just a text message? Is that fine? Text you would never know if the person text messaged her. Yeah, I guess at the same time, you know, I would really have to trust my girl. Well, I'm old school, so even my friends, I don't, I don't text them after a certain time. Like I just, I guess that's our <laughs> grandma. Remember how she said, "Don't disturb the house." Yeah. That's just that's just instilled in me. I don't know. I'm I'm old school though. Now, there were times that. My lady friends had called me. I think it's like eight o'clock, eight thirty, and they immediately would say, "Hey, tell your girl I'm sorry for calling this late, but I need to talk to you about X, Y, and Z." Um, she, you know, I let her know. She's like, "It's fine," because I just want to make sure my, you know, my girls is knowing that I'm not doing nothing. Because the thing is, like, why be in a relationship if you got to cheat? Because people can get away with it. That's why. Yeah. But, you know, you you don't have to be in a relationship. You can just date multiple people, deal with different women, different men. That's not how society wants us to do it. I we have it. this white picket fence, settle down and get married mentality when I don't even think, to, to be honest, I don't even think humans are built to be monogamous. I, I really don't. Like just thinking about episodes that I've done already and the different conversations that I've had like with my friend Pat, who's a friend to the show, and we really dove deep into to this conversation about cheating. And it makes me wonder if humans are really built to be in monogamous relationships. Well, the thing is, you know, you said something, but you said that the world said that relationships should be this way, and then you should get married. But what we, we got to understand is we get to create our relationship however we want. However, we, we, we you know, we're the authors, we get to write it how we want to to go you know what i'm saying we don't have to do it like the next person yeah but everybody wants to be like the joneses i i I'd rather just be like me and go you know create my vision for what my relationship looks like and say hey let's create it does this work for you or it doesn't so i okay. think i think having that conversation in the beginning mm-hmm. you know before you get into the relationship it's like okay what are we we're we creating a relationship what is it going to be like what works for you 
and what works for me. Put it all on the table. What if the person says, what works for me is I want to be your friend. I know you. I'm your ex. I know you're married, but I, I still want to get with you. I mean, my experience being married, that's serious. Um, if I'm married, I, I just can't do that. I can't, I couldn't, you know, mess around outside of my marriage. If it's before seven year, years, because you have heard of the seven year itch, right? You say the seventh year? The seven year itch is what they call it. Like after seven years, like the marriages usually don't last. Yeah. I mean, but there are some marriages that last. I think the biggest problem in relationships is when we stop communicating and really being authentic well, what, mm-hmm. what's going on in our relationship? I think that's where things get messy. Going to bed, I can go to bed. I'm mad at you, but I'm not communicating to you. So how can we fix it? How can maybe we maybe the other person doesn't want to communicate because they want to use that an excuse to leave or an excuse to dip out. You know what I mean? Well, don't. I mean, I believe you shouldn't have an excuse. If you want to leave, just leave. What if there are other circumstances like you have kids? You don't want to leave the kids. Well, I mean, and that's that's the thing. You got to make the decision. What. So if I'm not in love with my my woman and we have kids and I'm miserable, I'm not going to be miserable. I'm going to have to just eventually leave the relationship, but I have to be responsible for my kids. I got to be responsible for what their mindset is. Yeah, because the thing is like, and this is the thing, you know, society says this, you know, society says that they're not right. right. Society doesn't know what works for me. It doesn't know what works for my girl. Wow. So here's what the experts are saying about being friends with your ex. According to an article in Cosmo, there actually is a safe way to transition from lovers to friends. Are you ready? You ready for this, Ray? Oh, yeah. Number one is you'll need a cooling off period. They're saying three to six months is long enough. I don't know. I don't know where to do that at because that's just not enough time. There are exes that I still haven't gotten over. We right. just, we can't be friends. So I don't agree with that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was shocked. Is that I would say like a year or two. Right. Know. Or three or four. Yeah. Number two, don't have sex with them. This oh. makes it confusing if you just want to be friends. Definitely. You ready for number three? Oh yeah. <laughs> Establish mental boundaries. If you're going to meet up, let it be in a neutral place with mutual friends. Oh, that yeah. makes sense, right? That way yeah. you can't get into trouble. Right. And then you can, you know, you can have that that friend with you and say, hey, listen, you're married. You can't do this. You gotta <laughs> you gotta you can't do anything foul. So I think, you know, with friends in a mutual place, I think that's great. That's good, right? That. Yeah. Right. Number four is consider how your spouse or new partners will feel about the friendship. And you just touched on that earlier. Because oh, my yeah. thing is don't say sh- anything. <laughs> Pissed you'll be tight. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on along to number five. Number five is make sure you're in a healthy enough place to start over. If you're going to keep bringing up past mistakes, the friendship probably won't work. What do you think about that? Yeah. You have to be really done and the past is the past and not put the past in the future and really establish that friendship. Because if you're dwelling in the past, I might be some type of um, somebody may try to do an inappropriate things, I think. That definitely didn't work. It wouldn't work for me because I tried that with my ex. And every time I saw his face, I'm like, I remember when you did this. I remember you did that. If we go out somewhere, I'm like, ah, this is a place where you was with this one. This is a place you was with that one. 
So that didn't work because I was constantly thinking about all the shit that he used to do to me. And I used to never let him forget. And he used to say, yo, you're never going to let me forget. Yeah. So when you had those thoughts, right, were you just thinking about the past only or uh, were you thinking about going back, changing things? And if you were, why? Well, in the beginning, I was kind of hoping we would work it out. I don't know why, because he's, you know, it, it was just like horrible. Like, why would I even want this person in my life? But then he kept saying that he wanted to be friends with me. He wanted to be friends with me because I'm the only family that he had. Yeah. But do you treat family like that? Like it was, it was very, it was very confusing to me. I don't know. Yeah. What did your intuitions tell you about him? That he was a dog. So, okay. And I didn't want all that energy, all that negative energy. I did not want that rubbing off on me. So, yeah. 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 And finally, number six, um, it says, and and you just said that. Are you sure you didn't write this article? Because it's like (laughs) every point you've already hit on. It says, finally, ask yourself why you want to be friends with your ex. Yeah, you definitely got to know why. You know, you got to understand. Is it a true friendship or... Are you just being friends to wait for the right time to do inappropriate things? You know, you just got to be clear with that. You really do. Otherwise, it'll be trouble. Exactly. Because, you know, you hook up and then you're like, oh, yeah. What now? (laughs) Yeah. Emotions get involved and and you you can get caught between two lovers and that's just too much. Yeah, that is. Why does life have to be so friggin difficult? (laughs) Okay, Ray, another question that I did ask the panel is, um, and they all had a different take on this. How can you tell if he or she is really your friend or if they're just waiting for that opportunity to slide in? Because men and women have different agendas and they show different signs and things can be misinterpreted. So how do you know if they seriously, sincerely want to be your friend or they're just waiting in the cut? for somebody to mess up so they can jump in. Well, it's actually, it's hard to really tell because let's, some of us men, we can be very good actors, right? Yes, you can. You know, I may have a mindset where, you know what? I, I act like I support your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm excited about your relationship. Good for you. But in the back of my mind, I can be like, man, I can't wait for him to slip up so I can slide in. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you got men out here like that. So you, it, it's really hard to tell if if it's real, if they genuinely want to be your friend, or are they waiting for that that right time? And I and I can't just say men do it, women do it too. So it's really it's really hard to tell. And I think you just gotta be, you know, you gotta have a strong relationship. If you're in a relationship, you gotta be strong, and and both of you really gotta work at your relationship and say, hey, we can't let people from the outside destroy our relationship. I mean, we gotta be together on this. I can't do it by myself. She can't do it by herself. See, this is why I'm divorced, and this is why I'm staying single because this is just too much. It's I I just can't. <laughs> I just I don't have the energy, the time to just be worrying about people. I like when I come home and I go to bed and I go to sleep, I don't have to worry about where anybody is. I yeah, just but, sleep. I just but, don't you know, care. We all care. We all want that connection. We all deserve to experience love. I think that we just have to be mindful and really watch in the partners that we choose. We gotta really pick the person who has this exact same commitment as we do. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Um, but everything's all good at first. Every They show you the, the, the good face, the good everything. Everything's perfect. And then yeah. next thing you know, you're with a person, you wake up and it's somebody totally different. So yeah. yeah. And um, like I used to be that guy back in the day. Oh, I yeah. I've done a lot of work. And like today, when I get into a relationship, I like to just put everything on the table and say, hey, I even shared what I've done in the past and where I came, the work that I've done to get to this point. So I like to just put everything on the table so you don't be wondering and, you know, just want to make you comfortable if we're going to do this. Wait, you shared what? You shared the things that you did to other people? In the oh, past? yeah. You know, I can remember one relationship that you share that with the new girls that you that you date. Yeah, because why would you do that? Well, I mean, just to share where I came from. I but mean, I wouldn't want to hear that because if if I'm dating a guy and I really like him and he starts telling me about the d- stuff that he did to other women, I'm thinking, when is he going to do it to me? Well, I think I think, you know, I've been in situations where women have asked me about my past relationship. I mean, we really got into deep conversations. It's like I try not to really talk bad about my past relationships, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like. You know, every relationship you have, and even if you split, it's a learning experience. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're in bad relationships so we can understand what a good one is. And there was a time in my life I had to take responsibility for the things that I've done to women. There was a time that I wouldn't share myself that way too. And the work that I have done is like, you know, hey, I discovered that I have to like share myself more and to share where I'm authentic and inauthentic in the past just so you know my growth so you know where I came from and just put it on a table to see if this is something you can work with who I am I'm I'm just not built like that like I I just I just don't want to know I would I would just want a a clean slate like even if if I were to get in a relationship or relationships that I've been in I might say I was afraid of commitment and any of anyone who knows me like my close very close friends the nickname I used to have is the run was the runaway bride because I was afraid of commitment. Anytime someone got close to me, I would just be out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I don't know why I did that. And I do have a lot of regrets about that. But I don't like if I meet someone, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, this is the problem that I had. I had a problem with commitment. Like, I'm not going to say that because he's going to say, well, do you have a problem with commitment now? Like, I don't want to put a bug in anybody's head. Yeah, to I, I don't anything negative about me. Yeah, I think it, the conversations that I experienced, they naturally come up. You know, there was a time in my life that I, I didn't want to commit. I think it took me like oh, about 10 years. And that's because it's like, you know, I'm not experienced that rela- past relationship anymore. So I was avoiding commitment. And I was right. like, you know what? I, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just dating. You know, that's where I'm at. And I, I tell them up front, listen, I'm dating several women at once. You either can deal with it or if you can't. And I understand if you can't. I don't want to take your choice away. So this is why I have to tell you, this is where I'm at in life. So I found that was a way to protect myself from that past relationship because I was not, I was still carrying that past relationship with me. And I didn't want to keep put, I didn't want to put it in my future relationship because it was just like a a lot of, you know, a lot that I had dealt with. Mm -hmm. And that kept me saying that that was safe for me to just say, hey, we're just, I'm just dating. And if you say relationship, it was like, oh, you have to go. <laughs> that's how that's how I was protecting myself. I think I wanted to tap on like talked about 
you know, remember I had the thought that did she really forgive that her her husband for, you know, whatever happened? Mm-hmm. So my question is, is like, what, how do you actually forgive somebody from cheating on you? How do you do that? You can, you forgive, you just don't forget. Right. Because that is burned in your brain. The guys, oh. Drew and Dan, and were saying that in the last episode that men are very visual. Well, so are women. I think we're worse than you guys because we think of whole scenarios in our head. We probably even think of what did she look like? Yeah. What it, It's crazy because when my ex cheated on me and he cheated on me with so many different women, I can't even name. It was probably hundreds of women that he cheated. I mean, it just, it's... You yeah. just think of all these things. I was just thinking all of these crazy things about myself and this person. Oh, they're just a friend. And it just like it it really took a toll on me because I'm walking up the block. I see a woman walk by. I'm like, I wonder if that's the type of woman he would be attracted to. I go and I sit on the train. I'm like, there's another woman. Would he like her? Like I just every woman that I walk by, every woman that I saw, I was like, is she his type of girl? Like it's, we, we're very, very, very visual. But the thing is like, sometimes like when you have guys who cheat on you and some, and you guys try to compare yourself or it's like, is she like this? Is she like this? What does she do better? Right. A lot of of times it's not even that. What is it? It's the issue. There's a lot of men out here with deep wounds. There's, you know, they can even have situations where they have situations with their mother. You know, I didn't see guys out here go from women to women to women because they're trying to dominate their mother through other women. I didn't see that happen. So sometimes it's not about something you did wrong. It's some inner issues that some men have to deal with. It really yeah. dive deep in there. Hmm. So I wanted to circle back to uh, a point from a question from the, the letter from the our, our friend in Alabama. You read the letter. Do you think that this guy can could genuinely really like love her and have feelings for her? Yeah, it's it's possible. We don't know. You know, we don't know if he's playing a game, but or if he really likes her. It's possible. He can really he may really like her. So do you think she should just tell him to back off? At least for right now until she figures out what she's going to do with her marriage. But she's not going to leave her marriage. Well, I think she should tell him to back off. So she's 100% sure she's in love. She's not leaving her husband. You're saying ex the friend. Tell him next lifetime. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. She if she she's gonna have her marriage and she's gonna stay married. Mm-hmm. She can't. She has to dismiss him. Okay, that was the consensus with the panel as well. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about being friends with your ex. If uh, and I and I touched on this with um, with Tiffany. Yeah. Um, what is what is ex- ex- unacceptable behavior? when you're dealing with like your child's mother or father. Wow. Yeah. I was waiting for this one because I actually actually experienced this being one of my children's mother. You know, we broke up, went our separate ways and got into a new relationship. So I can remember, you know, going to pick up my son at the time. um, And uh, he answered the door and I was like, oh, okay. What's that? What's good? What's happening? All of a sudden, he didn't like me. You know what I'm saying? For whatever, he didn't even know me or anything. And I can remember him telling me, you know what, you have to, if you want to talk to her, you got to call my phone. Mm-mm. As stubborn I, as I was, it's like, you know, I'm not calling your phone. And in my mind, like, if she accepts this, then 
this is crazy. So I told him, I said, listen, me and her, we dated. We had our time together. We, out, we, we went on two different journeys. You don't have to worry about me. I'm not here to try to get her back or nothing, but we have a child to raise. I'm not going to disrespect you, any of that. So I had that conversation with him, but he was he still he didn't want her to talk to me for a while. She 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 used to call me when he wasn't around or when he get, came home. He, she had to hurry up and hang up the phone. And I'm like, you know how you know we have a child together. We, we we're gonna we have to you know raise our, our our child. And at this point, I had full custody of my son, mm-hmm. and um, I can remember not hearing from her for a long time because you know he just like. He had her mind like that. That is crazy to have to tell you have to call his phone. Yeah. And, and you know, the worst part of it, um, you know, made her, you know, she passed away and that she passed away. And that was how how it ended. I mean, we, we didn't have a conversation because he didn't want me talking to her. And then, you know, she passed away. So you never got to say goodbye or anything. Nope. Oh, nope. that's how terrible. And it was funny because, you know, like I remember being at work and to identify her body and everything. And he came up there and I'm just like, you know, what, just separate me from him right now. Um, but yeah. yeah Wait, that, they called you to identify the body when he was. Well, what happened was he called me and he was like, you know, she passed away. And I was like, man, what is he doing now, man? You know, I'm like, what is he up to now? So I, I went by her place to look for her and um, they would ask me, well, who are you? And I was told them who I was. And they said, you know, she left in the ambulance. So I'm calling the hospitals, uh, find out where she was. So I went there, finally located her. And she, um, you know, I can remember five doctors. They just, they put me, actually put me in this room and then like five doctors started walking towards me and I locked eyes on one. Mm. And they, they were all just like quiet. And I'm just like, tell me, you, you know, I... I really don't even remember what I said. Right. But then they, I remember they said, you know what, you, you ready to go in here and, and so you can identify the body? You know, I'm just like, wow. Wow. That's terrible. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Yep. It was, it was, it was an, wow. Yeah. And in this situation, it would have been better for you to maintain that relationship with her for exactly this, because who, uh, what exactly. if she, what if she had your son for the, for the weekend? And then yeah. this guy is like, oh, you, you know, it just just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, um, a lot of times, you know, when you you have an ex and they moved on, um, you know, you got to be mindful of what that man will do to your child because right. of he views he you know, he viewed me a certain way. He took it out on my son at one time. You oh, know? wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. this should have been laid out from the jump. Yeah. Like. So I mean, even after that incident, that I got custody and full custody of my son because of his action. Oh, so you didn't have full custody of your son before she passed away. So it was actually uh, I did. I actually wish I had full custody. This is when I was going when they started dating. I had learned that he physically put his hands on my son. You know, when I found that out, I went to court. We went to court and. It started off as temporary custody, and then I had possession of him. And then by the time we finished, I had sole custody of him. Wow. That's great. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. So having a relationship with your ex is crucial. I mean, you you know, you really got to have that conversation. You got to be really a stand for your child, your kid. Yeah, there's an exception. If you have children, it's 
totally appropriate to be friends with your ex, but if there's no ties, then you're right. You don't, you don't really have, you don't really need yeah. to be friends if there's going to be an issue. Right. I do not plan on having a friendship with my ex. So if anyone meets me now, they won't have to worry about that. At all. <laughs> yeah. Out of there. It's it's tough. It, it, it's work, I'm telling you. Oh my God. I just convinced myself again for the hundredth time to stay single. Well, one thing I would like to ask the listeners if they can send some feedback. Because I don't think, you know, we really asked answer the question of what's you know, how do you actually set boundaries between you and your ex if you have the kids or you don't? Mm-hmm. What are the conversations that you have? Like, I want to know, you know, some of their, the audience's thought. How do you set those boundaries? What can you do? What can't you do? So if you, they can give me feedback, I would love that. Hear their perspective. Right. You can send us feedback at vintagedialogueradio at gmail.com. Or if you listen to us on Anchor, you can just leave a, a voice message on Anchor. We'll listen to it. We might even play it on the show. So hit us up and let us know what you think about this. Yeah. I know this was a quick one. <laughs> but um I just wanted to loop you back in so everyone could hear your thoughts and hopefully when we do the next panel you're gonna be able to come back got everything straightened out now oh yeah oh yeah I, I got everything straightened out so we know more problems and uh look forward to it so the link to that Cosmo article with the tips for being friends with your ex and your contact information will be in the description box so thanks again And I just want to say one last thing to my friend in Alabama. I know you'll make the right decision. Just go with your gut. If it feels wrong, it probably is. And since you were brave enough to share your strawberry letter with us, I'm going to share something really special that I put together for a friend who still has my heart. So stay to the end. Are you a sin? Because I ask God to forgive me for wanting you so much. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not covet. She still has your heart, doesn't she? Sometimes I see you stare into nothingness. You're wishing I was her. It's so hard for me to fight over the love of a ghost. You're not dead. But the Grim Reaper has surely taken over what's left of your soul. Are you a sinner? Because every day that you keep me waiting, I die. You're slowly killing me inside. If this is your first time joining, welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio, and thank you for listening. And if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so that you never miss a thing. 
What topics do you want to talk about in the future? I'm sure you have plenty of questions for my guests. So don't forget to drop a comment, ask a question, and leave a review. You never know, I could actually call upon you to be a special guest on my show. All of the information about this episode is in the description box, along with an email and links to my blog, website, and more. Thanks again for joining. Until next time.